Hello and welcome to the Rockabye Mama Baby and Toddler Sleep Podcast. I'm Katie Gutierrez, owner of Rockabye Mama, where it's my mission to educate parents on child sleep so that they feel empowered to make choices that are right for their family. Today, we're going to continue our conversation a little bit from last week. We're going to talk about how to help older kids feel more secure in their room. So let's dive right on in. In case you missed last week's episode, I shared my story of when I was a child and how my relationship with sleep was. When I was about 10, I did not have good relationship with sleep. There were some events in my life that were very hard for me to cope with. And I think that plus in my environment, just me being scared of my room and my house, the things I would watch on TV, and the fact that I was sleepwalking really had, it was just like a negative storm for me. And I hated going to sleep. It was the most dreadful period of the day. Um, During the day, it was fine. I could be in my room. Even thinking about nighttime wasn't bad. But when nighttime came, it just changed the game. And I really, really struggled. I did not like sleeping alone. I would often sneak into my sister's room and sleep on the floor. um, Or I would sleep with my parents. But there comes a point, right, when you just can't do that anymore. And if your child is in that situation, if they are protesting bedtime, they don't like sleeping alone, they want to sleep with their siblings, they want to sleep with mom and dad, it can be hard because on one hand, you want them to feel safe and so you want to accommodate those requests. But in some situations, it's not always possible. Maybe you have a baby who sleeps in your room and having your older kid also sleep in your room will actually they'll wake up because they hear the baby cry and then they're not getting the sleep they need and that can impact their focus at school, their attitude, etc. So there are many situations where it just doesn't always work and there's no judgment. Whether you want your child to sleep in your room or whether you don't, whether they can, whether they can't, there's never judgment here. You do what works for your family, but I want to give you some tips to help your older kid feel more secure in their room because at the end of the day that's the goal we want confident secure children who feel safe who feel happy and who feel loved so if you have an older kid who does not feel secure in their room here are some tips for you the first tip is to talk to them figure out what is going on now There are so many caveats to this. If you have a child who doesn't openly share, or even if you have an adopted child um, who maybe you adopted when they were older, or if you are a foster family and maybe the children just don't feel safe yet, it might be hard to navigate this area. But it is important that you take this first step because you need to understand where your child is coming from. Many kids will not come up to you and say, mom, I feel scared at night when I'm sleeping in my room. Some might, especially toddlers, they might tell you that they're scared, but as they get older, like when they're, you know, seven, eight, nine, they might not, they might be ashamed to tell you. 
some of that I think can play if you know maybe you've said things unintentionally like oh you're a big girl you should be sleeping in your own room and maybe they internalize that and they feel ashamed to come and talk to you about being scared or maybe they have siblings who have made them feel ashamed for wanting to sleep with mom and dad whatever the case may be I know it's not easy but sitting down with them and talking to them is going to be very very important Of course, before you actually sit down with them, you have to observe what's been going on. You have to be observant about their behavior because I think some parents, like in my scenario, when I was younger, my parents never really talked to me. Maybe they did and I just don't remember, but they never really sat down to talk to me about what was going on in a way that made any difference for me. But they did observe that I had some issues sleeping on my own because um, I would go into their room to sleep. So that was the biggest sign for them is I did not want to sleep in my room. So look at your child's situation. If they are always asking to sleep in your room um, and not just like, oh, hey, mom, can I sleep with you tonight? Or, hey, you know, can we have a camp out? But if they protest when you tell them that they have to sleep in their room or if they seem really upset, that's one sign that they do not feel secure in their room. Or if they always want to sleep with a sibling or maybe every day when you wake up and you go to wake them up, your child's not in their room and they're with their sibling or they're even in the living room or, you know, whatever that may look like. Look for signs and really don't dismiss anything that you might think, oh, it's fine, like whatever. Really analyze the situation because we want to make sure our children feel safe. So that's the first thing you want to do. Next, you talk to them, figure out what's going on. Um, In some cases, like, you know, you don't want to shame them. You don't want to say, why aren't you sleeping in your room? But you want to kind of dig deeper, like, hey, I noticed you um, slept with your brother last night. Do you like sleeping in your brother's room? What about your brother's room do you like? Um, Because in my case, had my parents said, hey, I noticed you were sleeping on your sister's floor last night. Do you like sleeping in her room? I might have said, like, no, I don't like sleeping on the floor, but it's better than sleeping alone because I'm scared of sleeping in my own room. So just talking to them might help. Also, in my case, um, as I shared last week, I was watching a lot of news at night. Not, I don't know why. It, it just would come on TV and I would keep watching it. Um, but that was around the time that my parents would go to bed. So they would leave the TV on, the news would come on, and it always opened with, like, the worst things that happened that day. And so I'd always be scared that someone was going to break in or the prison inmate who escaped from jail was going to somehow end up in our house. Like all of that thing, those things would scare me. And I think if you start noticing that, like your child is scared, you want to pay attention to their environment. So the second step then would be to create a a safe environment that they truly love. If your child does not feel that their room is a good place they're not going to feel connection to it this applies to biological children but also foster children or children who were adopted when they were older you want to make sure that they feel like the space around them is theirs so you want to give them some say in how their room is decorated and what is in the room Do they want pictures of family on their wall? Great. 
do they want to have night lights in their room? Maybe you hang up a string of holiday lights to kind of create a nice environment for them. Great, that's fine. Do they want to have, um, maybe they've outgrown their comforter set and they want a new one. Okay, you can do that. Now, this does not have to break the bank. I'm not saying you need to go and have a complete bedroom makeover. But I am saying that if your child doesn't feel like the room is theirs, it's really going to be hard for them to feel safe in it. So something I hadn't said was, well, maybe I did last week. I don't remember. Um, I had the room in the front of the house right next to the road. Eventually, my sister moved out of the room that was next to it. And I moved into that one. So it was in the middle of the house, away from the window. I felt a little more secure, but for a while, I did not feel like the room was mine. I felt like it was still my sister's. The walls were yellow, which was her favorite color. Um, My room had been pink, so it just was a complete change and I really didn't feel connected to it. Eventually, my mom kind of decorated a, a little more to be my room. And that really helped me feel more secure. So you do not have to go out and do like an extreme makeover, but think about small things that you can do to make the space your child's. The next tip is to create a consistent schedule with an early bedtime. Children, okay, so for me, I was going to bed like after 9, 9.30. I should not have been staying up that late, not just because it's late, but because biologically children need a lot of sleep and I was waking up pretty early for school so I should have been going to sleep early. You want to make sure your child has an age-appropriate schedule and if you're not sure what that would look like for your child you can send me a message on Instagram and I will help you come up with one that works for you. But you want to have a consistent schedule where your child is going to bed early preferably before everyone else or before mom and dad, because when they're going to sleep and they're the last ones awake in the house, it is very scary to go to sleep in a quiet house that's already dark and no one else is awake. Because if something happens, and again, speaking from experience, in their mind, if they're scared that someone's going to break in, they're going to be the only ones awake to experience that. So you want to make sure that they are not the last ones going to bed. You want to make sure that you are still awake when they go to bed because they're going to feel more secure because mom and dad, they're awake. So if something happens, mom and dad, they're still awake. They will take care of me. So you want to make sure that that is happening. Now, another thing that you can do is if maybe that's not possible with your schedule or whatever, you can get creative Maybe you play some music so that it's not quiet in their room when they're going to sleep. Or maybe you put the TV on um, and, I don't know, turn the picture off just so there's sound on so that it helps them relax a little more. If it's possible that they go to sleep first, great. If not, get creative so that there's still some noise so that they're not going to sleep in complete silence. For some kids, a sound machine will work great. For others, they might need that music or even like a TV conversation in the background to really help them feel like they're not alone. So that's always an option. Another idea is to spend as much time as you can in their room with them. 
during the day and at night. So during the day, a lot of children will feel safe in their room because the sun is out. They're not really thinking about all of the bad things that might be happening. They're not alone. People are, you know, moving around the house. So it's, it might be easier for them to be in their room. But you for sure want to make sure they spend time in their room playing, maybe just relaxing. If they take a nap, encourage them to take a nap in their room. But another big component of this is for you to spend time in their room too. At the end of the day, when they're going to bed, sometimes their room can be pretty scary. But if they have good memories in their room of mom or dad reading to them or playing with them or just talking to them or even just watching TV with them, that can help make their room less scary. And lastly, I said this in the last episode, but I want to reiterate it today. A lot of times when you're making changes with your older kids sleep, it is very different than when you make changes with a baby or even a toddler sleep. So with babies, you might have read about different sleep training methods um, where you, you know, leave them alone and kind of let them be for some time. For older kids, I want you to view it through a different lens. Yes, you can absolutely leave your older kid alone but you want to make sure you come back and check in on them. Because with older kids, a lot of times the struggles that they're having with their sleep has more to do with themselves than anything else. So they might be scared, they might be worried, they might just not feel comfortable being alone versus a baby. They're just used to falling asleep a certain way and they haven't quite learned how to fall asleep on their own yet, usually. So when you're approaching your older kid's sleep, don't view it the same as you would a baby. View your older kid's sleep more like you would an adult. So how can you help your child feel safe in their room? Maybe you sit in a chair close to their room so that they know that you're there if they need you. Maybe you tell them, okay, I'm going to go do dishes. I'm going to come back. Um, when I'm done and I'll see if you need anything. You want to give them that respect because they're scared most likely if they're having trouble falling asleep and you want to reassure them that you're there for them. So don't be afraid to be involved. Don't be afraid to be responsive because you're not forming any bad habits. You're really just helping them trust you and feel secure so that they feel safe enough to just go to sleep on their own. Now, again, all of these tips are from the experience of me being a child who was scared to go to sleep alone. I have not yet had an older kid um, who struggled with sleep. My daughter is only two. So I have not yet charted the territory of being a mom with an older kid who struggled falling asleep. So this is all experience from the perspective of somebody who really did struggle because I was so, so scared of being alone. So if you have your own tips, if you have an older kid, or maybe you have tips from when you were a child and you wish that your parents had responded in a different way, please send them to me. I want to compile resources for parents and put, put them on my website so that they can really have a toolkit of all the different ways that they can help their older kid feel safe in their room. Thank you.
thank you so much for tuning in today to hear about some tips for helping older kids feel more secure in their room. I know that having an older kid who struggles with sleep can be frustrating or even exhausting, but just know that in many cases they're operating from the mindset of being scared or fearful and it really doesn't have much to do with you and it's more so to do with them and things that they are working through. So give them the space that they need but give them a lot of support and love to help them feel secure. If you're just overwhelmed at the thought of navigating this on your own and you need somebody to help you, I offer consultations for parents to make a plan to make a game plan so that you know exactly what you can do to help your child feel safe and secure in their room if that's something you're interested in just send me a message on instagram and we can figure something out i'm so happy you found me however you did make sure you follow me on social media on facebook instagram so that you can stay up to date on all things child sleep related sweet dreams y'all